Welcome back to Fearless Narrative, a show that's all about the incredible stories of women who are changing the world today as entrepreneurs and creatives because they are fearless. I am your host, Cortland Jones. Before we go into a new episode today, I want to dive into a topic that's really close to my heart, and that is mental health. And that's where our sponsor, BetterHelp, comes in. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Their mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And that is crucial because finding the right therapist can be really hard. And they make the process so easy for all of us. BetterHelp is an online platform that allows you to get matched with a professional therapist in only a few days by answering a few questions. It's easy to sign up and get started. So if you are facing your own challenges, please consider online therapy with BetterHelp. You can use the link in our show notes or visit betterhelp.com slash fearless narratives. Using our link not only helps our show, but also gives you a 10% discount for your first month of BetterHelp. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring our podcast and for taking care of our mental health. So without further ado, let's go into a new episode right now. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to Fearless Narratives. I am your host, Cortland Jones, and joining us today is Justine Mangum Kirkman. She's an illustrator and creative enthusiast located in Alexandria, Virginia. She's also the artist and creator of Winnie Weston Art and has a degree in fashion merchandising and strategic communications. Her clients include Adobe, Complex Networks, Ulta Beauty, Henry Mask, Live Tinted, Pop Sugar, and so many others. Hi, Justine. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I did a whole like dive into you, obviously. I love it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's legit. I know so much. <laughs> okay, so let's dive in to start. I guess I want to know how how have you gotten started into the creative industry? But I want to know from like the beginning days, so like how you were as a child to where you became a creative and how you have come to where you are today. Of course. So um, I was always a creative, like with my parents, um, they're both creatives in itself uh, as far as um, uh, my dad is uh, a musician and he loves, we all love music, but he um, can actually play it. <laughs> and my mom, she's a writer and she's also creative in interior design and so many other things, DIY crafting. And so I've always had that surrounding me um, which I'm very fortunate to have. And so when my sisters and I were growing up, um, our parents made sure to educate us and surround us with, um, honestly, just Black artists. Um, mm -hmm. So we grew up knowing who Duke Ellington and Ella Fitzgerald were. Mm -hmm. um, Love we, it. I know. <laughs> grew up, you know, we grew up watching um the shows back then like good times in a different world um just really celebrating black creatives so that's kind of like the beginning for me um and then as I of course gravitated to art my parents really um helped uh just help me dive more into that so of course encouraging me and um making sure that I had the tools um in order to uh continue down that path 
uh, so I ended up going to um, uh, Woodbridge Senior High School, which is in Virginia, and that is um, a performing arts high school. So my concentration was visual arts. Um, and as I, you know, of course, went into college, I went to Virginia Commonwealth University. And <laughs> I don't know about you, but when you go into something creative, a little bit, a little bit of you is like, am I going to make money in this? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit is like, am I going to make money in this? And for me, I felt like I may not, I don't know. Cause I also had passions in entertainment and fashion. And so I think when I got to college, I decided, okay, let me go with something that, um, an industry that is, to me, I could see it visibly booming. And at that time, um, fashion and beauty were really booming at that time. And so that became my major. <laughs> and looking back, I'm like, uh, but that, that became my major. <laughs> That's a risky one too. So I don't know what I was mm -hmm. thinking with that. But, um, and so that's pretty much the beginning. However, in college, even though my major was different, um, I still, of course, would sketch while I'm in class and still, you know, use those uh, drawing skills that I have. And so it never left me. It definitely was put in on the back burner just a little bit. But I think after I graduated, um, and of course, you go through the the phase of looking for a job. I think that's when it kind of came back to me. But then it stopped again because <laughs> eventually, like, um, you know, if I speed up the the story, recently in two in twenty nineteen, I was like a talent recruiter, um, and I just kind of had gotten to the flow of like, okay, you work, you hang out with your friends, your boyfriend, your family, and that's pretty much it. Like, there's no um hobby that you're doing no passion that you have for something and so at that time my then boyfriend now husband um I had complained to him so much because I was like man I just miss being creative I feel like I'm just such a grown-up mm -hmm. uh, where you know all the creativity is sucked out of me and he was like well why don't you just start sketching and drawing and I was like huh what a simple concept but no because <laughs> <laughs> we know we don't we don't be listening to these men and so <laughs> and so fast forward one day he comes home and he like has a sketchbook and paint and Aww. you know all of these like pencils and all this new stuff and he was like okay this is your avenue of like bringing that creativity back into your life just start with just sketching and so that's really like my journey from when I first was introduced to the art to when I actually started I love how much you had for support from your parents and from your what your husband now but like that is a really awesome story I did not have no I had support from my my family but not um from like any of my like exes because they they were just like weird about about arts for some reason but I had I support that. everywhere else so I was good <laughs> okay good I was supposed to say I like hate I hate that you know when when it's someone who you love and you're hoping that they love what you love but I'm happy you had support from your family like to be honest that's kind of rare so yeah we're truly blessed to really have people in our corner for that definitely men are weird but family <laughs> has it back <laughs> always yeah <laughs> Okay, so 
I learned on your, well, when I was diving into you being a stalker, you know, I dived into, into your, <laughs> the origin of your, of the name for your company, Winnie Weston. But I want to ask you to tell us a story about how your, your name for the company came to be. Of course, that's such a great question. And I get that so often um, to the point where I think people think my name is Winnie. I thought it was too. <laughs> it's <laughs> so not. People, people write to me like, they call hey, Winnie. me by Winnie, yeah, and, and sometimes I, I don't have the heart to correct them, so I'll be like, <laughs> okay, yeah, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, no, this is... so um, long story short, when I was in that journey of, okay, I guess I'm going to start sketching again in, in that 2019 time, um, in 2020, my grandfather, who I was, like, extremely close to, best friend, he passed away uh, January 2020. And so at that time, you know, I had been sketching, but I, at that point, I was saying to myself, okay, I think I should put it out because I want to put my art out there and I want to be held accountable as far as starting my shop, my online, my online shop to sell my art. And so um, I wanted to, of course, get an LLC and the whole nine, and, but I I was looking for a name and I think when he passed away that felt like the name um, because one of the first pieces of art um, that I had created that was based on a person um, that I was really proud of was of him and so I just felt like that was a full circle and I just wanted to make him proud so Winnie his full name is Carl Weston Winfield Mm -hmm. um and so he was affectionately known as Winnie as a nickname um so I took the Winnie and I took his middle name Weston mm -hmm. and created Winnie Weston I love that it's beautiful yes. thank you I love him so much like you know as far as um my company of course with companies they mean so much to you because they feel like it's like your, your baby. child yeah yeah it's like your child um, but when it's named after or when you dedicate it to um, someone who you really cared about, it feels even more um, powerful and special, important and special. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, mm -hmm. So sweet. I love it. <laughs> okay, so going into your company, because your work, by the way, is phenomenal. Like I was drawn to it instantly when I started my company even before that I think I, I found you early on um but your art is just like your talent girl I can't it's just incredible so, <laughs> so I want to ask you um how would you describe your area of focus and your your style for your artwork yeah um so I I think when I uh describe my art I like to um make sure that people know I do fashion illustration. Mm -hmm. um, so of course, as I mentioned to you before, fashion, um, I do have a passion for that as well. And so um, me majoring in that, it, it does come full circle in a way um, because I, I always looked up to just fashion illustrations that I would see. Mm -hmm. But back when I was younger, I didn't really get to see a lot of fashion illustrations that looked like me that were um, brown skin with you know kind of that curly frizzy kinky hair and so you know like you just it's true yeah I know it's true. 
And, you know, like around when I was growing up, I really didn't see it. I'm 30 now, but I really didn't see it. And so when I think of my art, I I like to, to say that it, it definitely has a strong fashion and beauty influence to it. Um, I would describe it as um, I like using sharp lines. Uh, I don't know why it reminds me of the old sketches that I looked up to um, back then, back in the in the day. Back and, in the olden uh, days. Back yeah. in the olden <laughs> days. <laughs> Somebody's going to get me on that. But, you know, um, that I really appreciate and I, I pay homage to. Um, and then also, I really looked up to artists um, like Ellis Wilson, uh, who created uh, just beautiful art uh, around like the that 70s era and so um, I look up to those strong lines I look up to the deep skin tones I look up to the the texture and the hair all of that stuff so when I think of my art I like to just describe it as fashion beauty influence um, strong lines strong expressions uh just hoping that people feel like powerful, but also delicate and beautiful and seen throughout throughout my art too. I definitely feel that to me, your art is very bold and chic. So yes. to me, it's how I would I would um describe your work, but I agree. It's it's definitely like sharp lines and I feel like it has this like this like dominant feeling to it that's like powerful and empowering. And it's just, it's just great all around. <laughs> yes. No, you, I love the words you pick too. Definitely. <laughs> like, you know, that's your, like your mission. So when people say that to you, you're like, oh, great. I didn't think of those words, but that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going you're for. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier in your story, you were saying how you, you didn't have much um, inspiration to create or you didn't you didn't feel like like you wanted to create art for for a while so I want to know how do you get your motivation to create now yeah so at this point now um because I I think I'm fully leaning into being a full-time artist uh, which took that was a journey in in itself mm -hmm. um because for some reason I felt like you just have to go for a nine to five. Like you just have to stick to that. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's been a journey for me, just leaning into my path. Um, but because I'm leaning into my path now more, uh, when I do uh, feel a lack of like creativity, uh, for me, I like to... Um, Honestly, I like to listen to music. I like to watch, you know, movies that I know inspires me or um, watch characters that I feel like could spark some creativity in me. Um, and so that's my way at this point in my journey of how I can kind of get myself going as far as that. Um, looking at magazines or online on Pinterest um, also is very um, can bring the creativity because I, I think people are so uh, living in 
uh, their truths and uh, proud of of who they are, proud of their skin, proud of their hair, uh, proud of their, their sense of style. And so, I mean, you could look anywhere, honestly, and, and be inspired. And so I use that and I, I'll just, you know, be scrolling on Instagram and I'm like, man, that is, I like, I like that hairstyle. <laughs> I need to try that. Or I want to see if I could create my own version of that because I've never seen that before and so um that's like my way of 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 bringing that you know creativity in, into my life now at this point that's a good answer I actually haven't been drawing for fun well actually I drew actually yesterday for the first time and like for fun in like, yeah in like years Yay. but I got inspired actually by all, all of um, all of the artists that I've talked to or seen, including you, that I've been, you know, stalking for my podcast, yeah. <laughs> so, the five for the guests, and yeah. I got really inspired by your style. Um, Thank you. And using using like bolder colors in my pieces recently, and yes. it was it's been really, it's been really fun to draw for fun. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, that that is very the fun for fun pieces definitely should be highlighted. But I always tell people like, for me, uh, drawing is very therapeutic when you're, you know, doing it for fun. It's not for a client or any even for a client, it can be but when you're just free to do whatever you want. Um, it's so therapeutic. And I always tell people, try things out like have fun when you draw whether it's digital or on a piece of paper a canvas whatever you choose just have fun and try like okay do these co colors go together or this is a really bright color I don't normally use it but let's see like so sometimes I'll create a palette I'll pick colors and just randomly and I'll put it as a palette on the side and I'll kind of force myself to use that palette just to kind of um switch things up and and kind of uh make me more curious mm -hmm. um because I think sometimes when you're doing art especially if you have clients um it can become very like okay I'm doing this I'm doing this like it's it's very, I don't want to say structure because structure is, is good, but it, it, beca it becomes very um, just the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when I have free time, I do like to just try new things. So I'm happy to hear that for you, <laughs> trying bolder colors is something that like gets you excited. Mm -hmm. um, sparks joy. Like yeah, sparks joy and gets you just drawing again that's good yes. <laughs> thank you I love that I, I would love to see it if you if you don't mind sending it if, if you're comfortable one day I'm not as good as you but I will I will try to <laughs> to show you my best work because you know I, I get insecure with my own artwork at times but <laughs> I will I'll, I'll do it <laughs> yes please do I mean I would just love to see I'm sure it's beautiful and that's the other thing I feel like um as the artist, you feel, you can feel like, oh, this isn't good enough, but you'll be surprised how many people um, will like your art mm -hmm. if you, you know, let it out to the world whenever you are ready, but, you know. Yeah, I used to post my artwork on my Instagram 
um, before before COVID. Um, <clears throat> but I stopped after a while because I think during, or I think once COVID kind of started was when my anxiety and like fear of mm-hmm. life started. Yeah. So I, I didn't draw anymore because I was too busy trying to, you know, survive. Yes, um, of course. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. So my, uh, my old account is, is, has been, um, deleted. So I'm, I have my accounts now for my company and for my personal, but like, I haven't been posting my artwork and I, I feel like I, I should do it again one day, one day soon. When I get, when I feel the confidence back, I'll post my artwork again. Yeah. Whenever you're right, <laughs> whenever you are ready, because that is very true. You definitely want to be um, just mentally in a space where you're like, okay, I feel, I feel good about this. So whenever you're ready, I'm sure it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So for your shop, do you do custom pieces for your clients or what I mean? I'm sure it's probably a combination of both of ones that are created for, for you, for your fun style and then others for clients. Is that, is that accurate? Yes, that is accurate. So um, what I have like on my website, I come out with collections pretty much every month, I would say uh, every month or every other month. And so that's just me having fun and doing what I want to do. But I do have um, some clients, uh, brands in particular that I do that reach out to me to to create art for campaigns and whatnot um but as far as like commissions for um people so not brands but just people I as an artist I always get leery of that um just because I never want it to suck like the fun out of things because sometimes when you work with people and and you know they're wanting you to um create art for them it can be so tricky because sometimes they're like I want this change that change this is mm-hmm. and you're just like oh my god just leave me alone <laughs> yeah you're like I gave it to you that's it like and so um so for me I'm actually I've been taking some commissions here and there I do think I want to step my toe into accepting more commission work. Mm, um, good, good, good. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm like you, I have to be ready for that though. Yeah. So, Understandable. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know yet, but I'm, I am kind of taking it just, you know, here and there, but as far as brand work, I'm always open to that. I, I find brand work to be a little different from that only because, um, for brands, they really just rely on what you want to create. They'll, they might give you just some ideas of, we want to focus on these colors, but as far as what you actually draw and create the direction of it, it's all on you. And so that's what makes it a little different as far as commission for brand work. And so I really enjoy that piece because I still am able to, you have know, that freedom. Do, yeah, have that freedom. And so, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like you and just say, <laughs> if I get to that point, then y'all, you'll know. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so can you tell us some of the ways that you find to be most effective in attracting new clients? Yeah. Um, as far as uh, brands are concerned or just regular? Either one. Yeah. Well, as far as brands, I would say... Um, posting and 
honestly, brand brand work and uh, just regular people work. I would say posting every day, um, being in front of people's faces, I think helps to attract uh, people wanting uh, work done by me. Um, I know for me, when I think about who I, what clients I want to attract, if I'm looking to do more beauty illustration work, um, like if I could see my art being on packaging or campaigns for different beauty um, companies, I'll do more of a focus on beauty. So I've been doing, just showcasing how I do eyeliner and um, lipstick and eyeshadow, even though I don't um, incorporate eyes into my drawings, I still try to figure out a way to do it where I can showcase the, an eyeshadow and eyeliner. Um, so I think things like that, or uh, if I'm looking to hopefully partner with uh, a hair company, I'm focusing on hair right mm -hmm. so I'm making sure that those details stand out so um, that when I do post they can see okay she does focus on beauty and hair and fashion which is which are things that I um, love and the clients that I'm looking for um, but also when I'm wanting to look for entertainment clients um, I'll do art that is geared to um, um, celebrities, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll do like Beyonce and just to show mm -hmm. that I, I love can... your celebrity work. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Just to show that um, I can do that too. Uh, so I think just posting every day, being very consistent in that is number one. Um, thinking about the clients that you are wanting to find and what do they sell to people do they sell beauty products hair products entertainment um glasses whatever it is start doing drawings that focus on those things um mm -hmm. just so that you can show them you know what you can do versus trying to just tell them what you can do mm -hmm. um and then I also I'll say this I used to be the one um who would tag client who would tag brands not clients but brands um who I was interested in just reaching out to them and saying hey here's my portfolio my media kit please you know take a look at it I would love to to provide you um an illustration service things like that so don't be afraid I would say to definitely reach out to brands too um even though I know sometimes you could feel like, oh, I might annoy them. Yeah. And if, you know, and maybe you, you, I'm not saying go crazy and, you know, <laughs> reach out to them. them. <laughs> yeah. no, don't reach out to them like every single hour or day. But I think, um, I, I don't think it's bad to definitely reach out to, to brands and to tag them and, and to, you know, kind of want to connect with them, especially for example, like on LinkedIn or things like that, where they really are, mm -hmm. um, that's always good to do so that at least you get in front of their face. They might say no for right now, but there have been times where I've sent something out and someone has either not said anything to me or they've said, oh, not right now, but I'll keep you in mind. Mm -hmm. 
And they did eventually reach out and say, hey, we have something that I think you would be great for. And so that's what I would say. Don't don't be afraid to reach out for sure. That's good advice. I think what you, what you um also pointed out, which I think is good to highlight, is to design things that fit the niche you are trying to find clients for. I feel like with creatives, with not all creatives, but I know, know for me at times in the past, I would do so many different like themes of uh, whatever. And like, I didn't have one niche that I was really like honing into. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel as if that kind of hurt me more than helped me because even though I had like so many interests, it was, I wasn't really clear on, on the clients that I wanted to attract. So right. when I started to like really get into a niche, that's when I, I would see the change and see more clients that I wanted to attract in that niche that was like coming to me easier. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's, it's better to um pick a niche or even like two or three that you are drawn to and then kind of like narrow it down. So that way your, your work isn't all, you know, all over the place. But yeah, I, I definitely think that's true. Um, and even if you do have a lot of different um, niches that you are wanting to get into, uh, like for me, um, yeah, beauty, fashion, entertainment, for sure. But maybe, you know, cell phone work or food tech <laughs> or food. Yeah, food. Yeah. And so I think whatever you are going to put your hands into, um just make sure that you that you are um showing the client or the the brand that like yeah I do all these other things the fashion the beauty the entertainment whatever it is but I am interested in food and here's an illustration here's some illustrations where I um showcase my skills in drawing you know food but with mm-hmm. my twist right so yeah. showing food but um with a fashion twist mm-hmm. and so I I agree with you on that that's I think one of the main things I've even learned throughout my journey is really having the strong list of like what I'm interested in and from there drawing what I draw yep definitely Okay, so you have worked with so many amazing brands and clients. So I want to know what is your favorite artwork piece that you have created for any of them? Oh, man, I honestly have enjoyed working with all the brands that I've worked with. I'm very thankful to God because honestly, he is like the best agent in your life. God is so good. Yes, for real, for real. Um, the one that I really like most, I think proud of, and I just smile when I see it, mm. um, is my latest, um, illustration that I did in partnership with Zenny Optical. Mm. I pretty much created, um, one illustration and it has multiple drawings or multiple music, mu- musicians, mm-hmm. um, and the focus was on black musicians and the um the fashion imp- or the impact that they have on or yeah have on fashion and culture through their um not only just their style right but through the the glasses that they chose to wear and how like 
when you think of people like Stevie Wonder and Lil' Kim and Aaliyah and Miles Davis and Diana Ross, you, you pretty much, I think, think of their music and you might think of their hair and you think of their style, but most importantly, you think of their sunglasses. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to really feature that. And so mm -hmm. I created and I brought all of their little sketches that I had together and it is just the most beautiful print to me. <laughs> so I, I, I thank you. I'm really proud of that one because it just, it just screams black excellence. And I'm always just proud, number one, to be black and to be a black woman. And so to create art that celebrates us and celebrates um, uh, people in our culture who have just, made such a beautiful impact I love it I was trying to find it while you were talking because I wanted to see it on your Instagram <laughs> but I couldn't find it but I'll, I'll get it. it sounds incredible yes I'll send it to you I'll, yes, I'll definitely send it to you it is it's one of my favorites and I to be honest with you um it's so funny I love the art I create and I know that can sound like, oh, she just likes her art. But honestly, no, I does not <laughs> You, you never go ahead. Know. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, like, I feel like as an artist, you have to have some delusion of like, I just love everything. I love my art. Like you, you have to go about it with that energy because I think the world can be very harsh mm -hmm. and especially if you're a full-time artist or or if you are selling whatever you create right your art your music your writing whatever it is um when you don't get the sales from the art you create sometimes that can bring you all the way down yeah. or when someone's like hmm I don't really like this mm -hmm. and they leave that comment and you're like wow all right breaks like, your heart it, it makes it, it it breaks your heart and it leaves you you just shrink mm -hmm. and so um I've gotten to a place where yeah that stuff can still sometimes get to me I'm not gonna lie but I've gotten to a place where I'm like man I love my art I'm so in love with my art I love the way it looks I love the way it feels I love when I create it it's like I have to encourage myself mm -hmm. um, to continue on. Mm -hmm. And especially when you get comments like that or when uh, the sales don't go the way you thought they would go. Um, so I try to do that as much as I can so that when I do get those negative things, it doesn't stop me. Yeah, the trolls can be really loud. Yeah, um, not only as as an artist, but also as an entrepreneur, I've learned that. Yeah, and I was when I was launching my first launch, the the design database. Um, I had so many. I had more like positive comments on my first post, but I had like the ones who were negative are the ones that I was like you know more focusing on, which is it's how it is. You know, like like we always like see the bad more than the good. We do, and it's like I had like so many. I had like like thousands and thousands of positive comments and responses, but then I had like hundreds of like negative ones like for like a few hundred so it wasn't even like anywhere near all right the positive, you know but I was still like 
what right why are you so mean to me I'm, I'm trying to do that? a good thing here yeah <laughs> right. I'm trying to help others like why are you so it was so painful to like go through that and I like that yeah so for my art I'm always afraid to post my artwork because of, of that too like I don't want to have the haters be like you suck because then I'm like I being an artist is hard okay being an entrepreneur is hard being an artist is like emotional it takes yes. it, it's like your soul so when like a troll is like your soul sucks that like that hits you you know right so it's like all right well go away anyway right. <laughs> um all right yes which actually goes, goes into my next question um mm-hmm. so what are some of the challenges you face as an an artist but also as a creative entrepreneur mm, that right there yeah <laughs> that's like, one honestly, right that's why um and it's a to be honest, it's a, it's a big one yeah. because it's like you said, um, it, when you are an, an, an artist or an entrepreneur, um, you are so attached to mm-hmm. what you've created. You've created art, a drawing, you know, a drawing, a, a, a um, singing, like if you're a singer and you post a video, you, it's so mm-hmm. attached to you. If you create a, a business, mm-hmm. that business is so attached to you. And it feels like a child for you because you've had to raise it um, and to kind of like you do a child. Yeah, you help to to grow it it up and nurture it and and hopefully do right by it. And so when you have people uh, leave nasty comments, um, that is very um, disheartening and discouraging. And so that's one of the things that can be tricky is feeling like man am I good enough am I just delusional and it's not like whatever I'm creating isn't that good or needed in this world and it can get to you and um that can potentially have you stop Mm -hmm. and so that's something that I think I'm always even at this stage where I'm at I'm always still having some of those type of thoughts of like never to stop right never never gonna stop but those feelings of am I good enough or for me I deal with uh comparison mm-hmm. a lot and that's mm-hmm. something I like have had to really work on um because it's funny I'll I'll be happy for other people but at the same time I'm like yeah, but does that mean my art? I'm happy for that person. Yeah. Does that mean my art isn't as good or as, um, you know, packs a punch or mm-hmm. something that that client wants? And so um, that's something I have to fight daily as well, um, especially when you're in an industry where, you know, you might do something similar to what a hundred other artists do. And so um, that's something that can be a challenge as well. Um, Of course, being in this climate is just a challenge in itself. Um, Because, of course, we have inflation, um, but we also have a recession or we're we're kind of going into that. (laughs) So much fun happening. (laughs) So so much fun. (laughs) An economic party. Yay. Right, just so much fun. Um, and so, you know, you have a lot of these things going on. And I think when I came out in 2020, it was at the 
height of everyone being home and nowhere to go. And so you're spending money on just things online. Um, but I think as we transitioned out of that, um, you are now spending money on things that are, you know, experiences, of course, you know, you want to travel now and you want to go to concerts now. And so that's great on one hand, because, you know, we're not stuck in the house, but then on the other hand, it's tricky when you have an on, uh, if you, when you are an entrepreneur and you have your own business, because then people are not quick to buy like they used to. Mm -hmm. And so with all the elements I just named, um, that can be the tricky part with it is that, you know, is somebody going to buy my $30 shirt or are they going to buy some expensive eggs for their family? <laughs> <laughs> well said. The eggs. The eggs are crazy. The eggs are crazy out Egg here. Egg prices, no. Yes, the inflation at the store. You're like, what the heck? What is going on here? And so, you know, are people going to spend money on what you create or are they going to spend money to feed their family? And, mm -hmm. and I understand it because I would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it doesn't, even though, you know, you can be rational enough to be like, I get it. It still doesn't, um, you still have that feeling, that emotional connection to, man, but I also don't want to see my business fail. Mm -hmm. And so I think at that point, that's another challenge specific, especially to this climate that we're in. That's a big challenge, I think. Um, and so you're feeling like you always need to change things up and, you know, you're, you're just trying kind of anything and not anything, but anything that fits your company. Um, and then one other challenge I will say is social media for sure. I think it's different of course, now where mm -hmm. it's harder, it's harder. It's, it's more of a push for video. And if mm -hmm. you're an artist or anyone, to be honest, who you're more comfortable uh, posting pictures versus creating videos, that's a challenge in itself. Your, your reach went from, you know, this, bigger number to now a smaller number um but to be honest with you even with that challenge I've kind of taken it as I'm just going to be consistent and I'm going to post frequently mm -hmm. and I'm going to post honestly what I want I'm of course I'm gonna do videos because you know they say to but even <laughs> if it's my version even if it's my version of videos right I'm still gonna post the picture but I'm gonna put it in a video like yeah stuff like that that you're kind of just having to go with the flow and having to okay we're doing this okay I'm gonna do this okay you know so that can be challenging but you know if you, if you go with the flow and you just kind of keep consistency with it I think you'll be fine for sure. Yes. So adding to that, I guess, like what, how do you maintain your overall well-being in order to stay in a good mood to create your art and to like keep pushing through the hard moments? So like, is there a daily 
routine you have that helps you to keep feeling in a positive mood to push on each day? Yeah, I would definitely say so. Now, now do I do it daily, daily, daily? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Or, every, or at least <laughs> at least every week or so. I don't know. Like, right. is there a, a like your own um routine schedule or yeah, mm-hmm. that helps you to stay a little bit you know motivated each each week at least <laughs> at least yeah. <laughs> yeah I definitely think so I, for me my faith is very important so um just making sure to have that time with God I think every day um is important um praying and you know, doing my devotional is important to me just to ground me, I think, um, so that I don't get so in the weeds about things that I'm concerned about. I would say, um, of course, having some type of breakfast, I think I work better with something in, in my, in my stomach. Um, and definitely time management, which I'm, still working on I'm still working progress with we that are, yeah <laughs> I know are. like when you work from home work time management is like what yep tell it <laughs> I'm telling you but so I'm I'm working on that so uh that's something I'm working on but as far as um a routine I would say I try to draw every every day hmm. okay. um and um even when I've just finished like a client work or just finished a collection, I still try to still draw every day just to kind of keep it going for me. Now, of course, there are times when I'm like, I just don't feel like it and I won't do it, but I at least try to make that a thing for me. Um, And then of course, going through my emails, little things like that um that I just are within my routine of of what I do um and drinking water is in my routine as well that's definitely for sure in there just to kind of keep you know I don't hydrate enough ever but I need to (laughs) so important guys hydrate hydration is is key to life I'm not good at it but you should do it yes have you have you gotten like the water bottle that's like it, it it blocks off the different, you know, I guess ounces, I guess you would say. And it's like, you're almost there. You're almost I've seen there. them, but I haven't bought one. I, I feel like it could help me, but I haven't made the leap to actually buy one yet. But True. I'll get on it because <laughs> if I get so drained when I don't have water, obviously, because water is, you need, we all need water. So when I'm yes. like designing or like I don't want to design, it's it's mostly because I'm, dehydrate it and I get like sluggish so like yeah hydration keeps you going you have to hydrate I have to hydrate <laughs> yes you do and it will make you like go you know you'll you'll get up to you'll go to a lot but yeah frequently. yeah so that also just helps I think with uh movement too mm-hmm. um as far as and that's another thing movement I <laughs> I feel like since COVID I've kind of been on and off with movement there are times when I'm like oh yeah, like I'm going to get up, I'm going to do the bike, I'm going to do this workout that I saw on YouTube. And then like weeks later, I'm like, ah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'm like, ah, never mind. 
So, I mean, movement will probably be great to add into my routine. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to do that more. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to run, which I actually miss running, but um, running is hard for me because I have arthritis in my knees and my whole mm-hmm. body, but running actually helped me feel like so much flow of like creative energy coming really? through. Yeah. yeah. But it also is a lot of work because running is a lot of work <laughs> it is so, and it's hard on your body it, it is. really is so yeah. I want to hopefully I'll get I'll get back back into it when it gets warmer in New York but yeah we'll true. see we'll see I know we're, we're both like we'll see <laughs> maybe 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 not maybe I don't know <laughs> okay I have two more things that well okay two more things to ask you so <laughs> where do you envision your career to be in a year from now Oh man. Um, a year from now, I would love to just see my business really just flourishing, (laughs) flourishing here for sure. Yeah. Um, and then just flourishing and having more brand work under my belt. I, I would love to just partner with more brands and producing, uh, product brand work um so uh collaborating on that and and you know um having my illustrations on some products would be really nice um more is, campaign mm-hmm. sorry is there an ideal client that that you you want to um have one day oh my brand? god I have like a whole list in my phone like I have a note where I'm like I just know I'm going to check these off. So I just wrote them <laughs> down as a check. I'm not, I haven't checked them yet, but I've wrote, written them down. But Manifesting it. Yes, manifesting that, seeing it. Um, but definitely Disney, definitely mm. um, Netflix, Hulu, mm. Amazon Prime. More the big ones. Yeah, those big ones. Um, I would, of course, as I mentioned to you before, doing more beauty work, I would love to... Um, do more packaging work for for um beauty brands so covergirl and nyx and uh maybelline uh l'oreal brands like that and then also more hair brands so just doing um more campaign work for them so i have like a lot of like this would be really cool (laughs) if i saw myself in um but I would love to see my 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 um, illustrations sold in uh, stores like, you know, Target or um, uh, Home Goods or TJ Maxx, places like that. So um, I have a lot of ideas of where I think my my art would do really well. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping within this year, hope as you were saying, where do I see myself a year from now? I'm hoping a year from now, I'll be able to come back to you and say, okay, I've been able to, you know, get my art. Yes, in. tell me. I feel like one day I will see your art on like a huge ad or something one day. Like I, I can see it for you because your work is like there's Thank no words for it. it's just it's just so good so I I have had a feeling one day I'll be like calling you or whatever I'm mean, be like I'm like Jesse I saw your work on this yes! ad in Times Square girl 
killing it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. I received that. I do I receive that. I <laughs> I, re- I would love that too. Let's yes. add that into the, the <laughs> what's happening a year from now. I would Amen. love that. I would really love that. So that's for me, like where I where I definitely see myself within a year. Got it. Okay. So is there any advice for our audience for those who are just starting out? Oh my gosh. I think we've definitely given some so good many, nuggets. Yeah. yeah, you and I, I think, um, have similar um nuggets that we kind of uh given out. But um definitely if if you are an artist or whatever your talent is in or hobby is in, um, just try to do it as frequently as you can. I think that um, doing it every day helps you to be more comfortable with what you're doing. And uh, that's always good to do. Um, don't be afraid to post it. I know definitely get to a place where you are comfortable with it, um, but definitely share it because the world needs to see whatever you're bringing to our world we need to see it um there's someone who's going to fall in love with it and who's gonna need it you know who's going to feel like man I feel seen from that and that really saved my life in a way Mm -hmm. and so um your art is definitely needed in this world whatever it is your company your dance your song whatever it is it's needed in this world um I would say do not compare yourself and I'm saying that to myself yeah me me too (laughs) right I was saying that to myself as well because I struggle with that but um try not to compare yourself as much and try to just see it as um like something amazing is going to happen to you something amazing happened to that person and that person and something amazing is going to happen to you. So just keep on doing you keep on pushing and keep on loving what you create and staying in your lane, whatever lane you create, not saying do the same thing every time, but staying in your lane of like, you know, this is, this is where I really thrive. And this is Mm -hmm. what I love to do. Um, And go forth and something good will happen. And I also say that because um, I had, I knew a person who um, they would say to me like, oh, maybe if you changed your art in this way, this brand might Mm. like, Mm -mm. right. No, (laughs) no, thank you. Of course, right. No, thank you. And of course, you know, I was listening to it and I was like, huh. And that was like a, a, um, a, a significant time for me. Uh, to decide, okay, did I want to stay my authentic self or did I want to change and do what everybody else is doing because that's what brands are summing, are seemingly liking right now. And I just decided to just keep on doing what I do mm-hmm. and um, to continue trying out new things on my term. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy I did that because I feel like, okay, I'm, people can recognize my art and they won't compare, they won't view it as anybody else's because it does look different. And so, yes, don't compare yourself. Um, 
trying to think of what else and just have fun with it honestly just you know experiment and you don't have to show it to anybody but just experiment and try out new things try out new brushes try out new styles um and do you because honestly like it's your life and only you're living it and so you should be happy in what you're doing in it and so do you well said thank you for that yes okay so how can our audience find you oh my gosh so you can find me um number one on email so that's hello at winningweston.com uh you can find me at on uh at my website which is winniewesten.com uh they can also find me on instagram which is winnie.weston uh they can find me on tiktok which is winnie.weston as well <laughs> oh, i'm trying to think like and then they can find me on twitter which is winnie at winnie weston llc i think that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> but they can find me there as well um and then that's pretty much it I'm not I'm really on Twitter just to laugh at stuff <laughs> I post I might post sometimes um but I'm really on like Instagram and TikTok they can also find me on Facebook at Winnie Weston uh LLC as well and then also on Pinterest at Winnie Weston as well Thank you for joining us, Justine. You have been an amazing guest and it has been a great time talking to you. You too. Thank you. I just have to say thank you so much for this opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, when I got your email, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm <laughs> I'm so happy. I, honestly, I, I love like having discussions with um, with women, Black women who are in the entrepreneurship field. And so um I'm so thankful for this conversation and for you reaching out. And I'm so excited just for your path as well, because I think this is definitely needed. Um, and so your questions and your encouragement is, is just beyond. And so mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for you and I can't wait to just see you continue to thrive. And oh, yes, you. same to oh you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> and that is a wrap. Fearless Narratives airs every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and we will see you next week. <laughs>